Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Fernie, what's going on? Awesome man, what's going on? Jordan Alves, welcome. Hey, let's go. AB.freestyles, what's going on? Instagram with an H underscore 72, what's going on? Christian, welcome to the live. Osman, you know what? Yeah, I'll accept you in a minute. So I'll let you call in a, in a minute. You can join on for a couple minutes. Ask a couple questions, and then we can let a couple of other people join in. Daily underscore MLS, what's going on? Welcome. Happy to have you. Um, Nathaniel, welcome. Jeffrey Moody, what's going on? Guys, what's up? What is going on? Let's see. How do you main success when you get there? Jordan, that's a good one. I like that one. Keep that one up. Uh, let's go ahead and pin this comment. Jordan. Jordan, drop that question in the questions thing. Guys, it makes it easier. I'll think about it more. There's that questions thing right there. So go ahead and uh, drop your questions in there so I can... I mean, add them in the chat, but drop them in there as well too. So if it ends up getting away from me. Yeah, right. Daily underscore MLS. Rooney's goal. It was... Uh, it was a decent one. Not too bad, I must say. Guys, go ahead and spam that heart thingy on the side there. Let me know if you can hear me all right and everything's looking good. Uh, Jordan, I think Riff's going to join in later or might stop by, you know, make, a, make an appearance. We'll see. Uh, Lawrence, welcome to the live. Guys, thanks for spamming that heart button. There we go. Lawrence, welcome. Nickelodeon, join the live. Guys! And girls, you know what it is. It is the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show with your one and only host, me, Quincy Maracuá, 11-year MLS pro, currently playing for DC United. And every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, that's 9 p.m. EST now that I'm out here on the East Coast, we break down the MSL, the Mental Strength League. And for those of you who are joining in on the first time or listening to this call on uh, YouTube replay or listening as a podcast on your, your drive to work or walking the dog or other, because we're going to be on Spotify and Instagram or duh, we're on Instagram. We're going to be on Spotify and iTunes and all of those other podcasting channels soon in and on the Ask the Soccer Pro Show. We talk about the Mental Strength League and that is the league and game you are either an active participant in or you are a you are someone who's getting played in it in it. So we talk about ideas and philosophies that help us not only get to our goals, but maintain our goals. And, uh, you know, we're, we're building a great community 
along here. So this is your chance to get any and all questions answered by what is currently over a decades long pro in Major League Soccer. Uh, and uh, to kick it off, uh, Jordan said, listening to soccer, uh, to a perfect soccer pro on Spotify would be nice. You're right. Maybe we need to get on Spotify as well, too. I got to get on all these other things. So uh, let's see. Usually we kick it off. I see you guys do that. So, Osman, I'm going to accept your call. You can join in here for a couple minutes and we'll answer a couple questions. So, so let's see what this is. Let's see what uh, follower call in. So let's see how that goes. Yo, what's going on, man? Hold on, let me flip this on. I don't think. Oh, my ringer. Okay, I can't hear you. I can't. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Yeah, I'm not sure if your uh, your headphones are out, but let's see if you can try to try. Uh, you can try to try to get a call back in so we can see. He said he can't hear me. Andy, what's going on? Pithead two joined in. Mass journalist, welcome to the live. So let's go ahead and jump into uh, some of these questions. Let's see. Let's start it off with. Instagram asks, what questions do you not like being asked? Uh, to be honest, the types of questions I don't like being asked are ones that I, I believe if the person truly wanted to know or understand, they could have done a bit of research on their own to find the answer for themselves. So um, many questions, many questions young players and just people in general tend to ask are questions that they could have easily found the answers to on their own. So the fact that you wasted not only your time and the individual's time asking them questions that you could have gone and done research on or for beforehand uh, shows the individual that you don't really value their time or you don't value their expertise and you don't value what it is that they're sharing with you because you, you didn't take enough time on your own to do some due diligence and research. So what would be an example of that? So for instance, you can see the link right there below, perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. Now, that's a book that Ross, myself, uh, Mark, Ryan, and more and more pros I'm actually reaching out to and getting their insights and their stories and adding them to the book. We've taken our knowledge and downloaded them and put them into that book, and we've given, and that book is free. Uh, that book breaks down the nine keys to soccer success that we talk a lot about here on the channel, on our YouTube channel, on our Instagram, as well as break down uh, what it takes to actually uh, – develop the skills necessary both on and off the field to become a top soccer player. Now, many people who aren't aware of the book, I can understand asking certain questions that that book answers, but a lot of individuals know the book exists, know how to get it, and haven't read it, haven't downloaded it, haven't bought it, have, like haven't gotten, uh, actually the book is free, but you pay for shipping to get it to your house. So either you can get the digital version for free or you can get the physical version for free and deliver to your house. You haven't taken the steps to go and get a copy and read it because if you did, there are certain questions you 1000% would not ask me if you did those things. And the way that you'll know that is if you've read the book, you would have seen what has been written in the book, which will lay that out for you. So the community grows when the community learns and then learns to help themselves 
to learn more. So what I'm here to do is to help you first and foremost, above anything and everything else, is to learn how to learn. Because that is the most valuable skill you could ever possibly develop. Because with the access you have to the internet, a smartphone, and the fact that that you're watching this right now or you're listening to this means you have access to the internet. So check right there. So if you're someone who says, well, well, but what about those who don't have access to the internet and all that? We're working on that. And that's why we have a physical book and we're working on that side of stuff. But if you have access to the internet, that means you have access to any and all of the information ever created ever in the history of humanity at your fingertips. So there are answers to almost anything and everything you could ever think up and conjure up in your mind the things that we're hopefully getting you to see and understand by joining us every single week and participating in this is creating experiences that you can't find the answers to in a book. So the types of questions that I prefer to answer and spend a majority of my time answering are the ones that are rooted in your own personal experience, a specific situation specific to where you're at after you have a grasp and understanding of the universal information or the universal knowledge that's necessary to get to that position. Because if we can start speaking from personal experience or from experiences, we can learn a lot more and much faster um, because we're sharing information that we don't have access to readily. We're sharing analog information as opposed to digital information or knowledge. We've talked about this in the past. Everything starts as information, becomes knowledge, applied knowledge is experience, and uh, the ability to teach others to repeat your experiences is what results in wisdom. So that ties it all together. Um, that's a good question about the types of questions I don't like being asked. So if you haven't gone to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book and gotten yourself a copy of the book, you have no excuse not to do so. So let's see. Okay, Jordan said, I read the book twice and it felt like a whole new book the second time I read through it. That is exactly what it is supposed to be and how it's supposed how it will work for you if you work with it so when you're taking things in for the first time you can have a sense of thinking you understand once you go and apply things that you've seen or learned and you're doing them properly over a long enough period of time when you come back and read it you you realize you didn't understand the way you do now so there's levels of understanding right msl mental strength league you might understand it on the surface level but then you might get a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and the deeper you get the deeper your understanding the deeper your understanding the more knowledge you have the more knowledge you have the faster you can apply that knowledge and gain experience now once you gain experience there's a whole new level of information that is being presented to you which means new problems which means new solutions new knowledge needs to be acquired and it's an ever-growing process. That's why we talk, or I speak a lot about that life is a process, one that you are uh, constantly working through and growing, which is why our uh, fourth core value here is growth mindset. So um, the goal is to strive for perfection, knowing that we can never get there, which is why we're enjoying and loving the process along the way. And in order to set those goals for ourselves, we have growth mindset and the three S's of self-awareness, self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability is, uh, is the engine that gets us moving towards our goals. But that's a good one. So rereading things allows you to re-download information with new perspective and have deeper understanding. So the more practice, the, uh, the more um, 
skilled you become. Um, Instagram said people need to take advantage of the book. It's healthy to read, not to mention the MSL content. That's correct. Reading that book and joining, joining me live every Thursday, or at least listening to the replays, is uh, how you can actively be a participant in the MSL. And uh, what's great is once you go out into the world, you uh, test new ideas, you try new things, you uh, learn something new, then you get to come back here and join us again on Thursday, join in live and ask your new questions and uh, hopefully get some more insight where I can now show, share other things that I've learned over my process throughout my experiences that can maybe help you overcome them in a faster duration of time. And look who's joined in on the live. We got the one and only Chris Durkin, up and coming U.S. men's national team player. Mans has the right MSL mindset. He'll be doing big things one day. Thanks for joining in, Dirk. Any day you want to call in, man, we'll be happy to have you. We'd love to hear about your, hear your story, and you can share a bit with the, uh, you can share a bit with everybody uh, how you got to DC United and um, just what it takes. I don't know where you're at or if you got time, but if you want, go ahead and give us a call. Yeah, Parker, what's up? Yeah, everyone, say give give uh, show Chris some love. Do more Q and A. Let's see what we got here. Hop on this. Okay, uh, Jordan asks, how do you maintain? How do you maintain success when you get there? So I think the one thing harder than becoming successful, quote unquote successful, or at least accomplishing or getting to a level uh, that statistically many people aren't, haven't been able to get to you, uh, is to stay there once you get there. So we, we speak a lot to success maintenance and the one of the most important keys in in maintaining success is not allowing complacency to be the justification for why you don't continue to do the things that got you to where you are so let's break that down what does that mean that means you've gotten to where you are for a reason so let's break it down within our, our seven core values so let's say you've you've mastered self-awareness you're you are aware uh, and that's because you've been honest with yourself, you're taking initiative, self-initiative, and you're holding yourself accountable. So you're, you're being honest, you're taking action, and you're disciplined. Okay, great. You're self-aware and you're moving forward. Um, you've now set goals for yourself, so goal-oriented. There's something that you want to achieve, you're being honest with what is necessary to do it, you're putting the things in place to get there, and you're holding yourself accountable to it, and you're disciplined. Uh, the next thing that's going to help you along your journey is our fifth core value, which is teamwork. So finding a community, just like the perfect soccer community. So we're the perfect soccer team, right? And uh, our community is here to is to help uh, to help maintain um, the culture necessary to foster your development. So we're like-minded individuals who are here to help each other. Um, reach our goals, our collective goals. So you have a team that's surrounding you. And then uh, once you've been a part of that team, which you are now a part of, 
the next thing, the next step in our core values is attention to details. So attention to details is focus. So one word for that would be focus, right? So you need to remain focused. What can tend to happen when you apply the, this process over time, when you're self-aware and you hold yourself accountable to what it is that you wanna do, you uh, set goals, you have them down, you're specific in your goals, you have a why that's greater than what it is you're looking to achieve, um, and you are surrounding yourself with a team and network of individuals who are like-minded and want to help you um, get to where you wanna go, you start to become successful. You start to check those things off your list. You start to see yourself gain not only knowledge and experience, but you can then fall into the trap of complacency where you can forget that the reason you got to where you are is because of the things you've been doing over a duration of time. So we've explained this before, exponential versus linear thinking. Um, your experience of time is on a delay to the actions that you take now. So the actions that you take today, you won't see the results of those actions two, three, four, five, seven, ten 10 years from now in some instances. And in others, it's two, three, four, five minutes. Everything's on time delay depending on what it is. Me eating, you know, nothing but McDonald's today is on time delay. Or let, let's let's remove that. Let's see something uh, more simple. Um, if I don't get eight hours of sleep or if I don't get seven hours of sleep, I can feel, I can feel the physical uh, um, repercussions of that immediately the next day. So the time delay, I'm not getting sleep now, but I don't feel the results. I don't experience the negative, uh, the negative effects of that until the next day. So the actions I take, the experience, the world around me, isn't received, the feedback of what I did isn't received until the following day. So think about that in the same way with everything it is that you do. Certain actions you take, you might think you're getting away with it, but it's just on delay. And how it manifests also depends on what it is that you're doing. So, so to tie that to what I'm discussing on staying focused and attention to detail, step, uh, step six, is once you're successful for a duration of time, you get far enough removed from not being successful to where you almost forget what that experience feels like. So you can start to fall into the trap of believing that you're amazing just because you're amazing. And of course that's true because look, everything around me says I'm amazing. All the people around me say I'm amazing. All the, all the stats that I'm looking at say that I'm amazing, right? But if you use that as justification for why you won't continue to be self-honest, take initiative, hold yourself accountable, set new goals, um, remain, remain in the team and community and stay committed to what it is that you've set yourself to, remain, uh, remain tied to your purpose, you will, quickly in, you will quickly see the results fall. So when we're talking about maintaining success, getting there is one level of difficulty right? Because you have to be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do for longer than most people are willing to do it. And then once you get there, you have to be willing to continue to do it in spite of the fact that the things around you may be telling you that you don't need to anymore. That's a new level of MSL. That's a new, that's a new space that you can get into and will get into when you apply the, this philosophy and these ideas and take this type of action um, 
over a long enough period of time. So a lot of, what are we, we're probably on like episode 30, 30 or something like that. I need to, I need to figure out what episode we're on. But if you've been with me and with us from the beginning, episode one, and you've been applying these philosophies and ideas over time, especially with a lot of the people earlier in the live who've read the book and reread the book and they're saying they've taken new things away from it the second time that they read it, there's, there's, a, there's been a lot of thought, a lot of work, a lot of effort, blood, sweat, tears, bones, ligaments, literally, that, has been, that have been sacrificed and put into learning and figuring these things out. And more importantly, putting them in a condensed, in, in content, condensed IP, right? Like this is my, this is my IP, this is my life's work. This is, these are systems and processes that I've developed over years and years and years of time. And um, sharing them with you does not take away the fact that you still have to put in the work to see the results of it. So success is attainable for anyone who's willing to learn the necessary skills and do the necessary work to get there but getting there is no guarantee of maintaining it. And to think that once you get there, there won't be more work to do is a mistake. So know what you're signing up for, or at least have a big enough why, for regardless of how much work is set in front of you, you are going to get there. You are going to achieve the goals that you're setting for yourself. So that's why this stuff is really important, guys. And uh, uh, consistency is key, and why you see me showing up every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST on the dot because we practice what we preach here, you know, and we we're, we're showing you what it takes to be successful because an overnight success takes 10 years. And the problem for most people is they don't see the process. They're not there along the way. So they just wake up and they see someone successful, then this person's successful and that person's successful. Well, if you went and looked and watched what they were doing, there's 10 years of work that went in before they became successful. And if you don't understand that, you don't have a chance of becoming successful, let alone maintaining it. Let's see. Yo, uh, Martin Mag. Magna, 250, welcome to the live. Happy to have you. Uh, young Brandon, what's going on? Just Mer, <laughs> is that your name? What's going on? Kabir, Ahmad, welcome. Matias, welcome to the live. Uh, Chicho Martinez, thumbs up to you as well. Um, Batterin, 7760, happy to have you. Batterin, let's have you join in. Let's see if you got a couple questions for me. Let's see what's going on. We wait for him to join in. Oh, he declined. Oh, there you go. Come on, guys. You're out here requesting to get called in, and I'm accepting calls today to get your questions. Let's see what we got here. Uh, P.R.A.B.I.N underscore 23 asked how to boost your confidence level. Okay, Baron, we're going to give you one more chance here. So let's see. I'll get back to that one. Let him join. Hi. Hello, hello. I got a two questions. Okay, there you go. What's going on? What's your name, man? Ollie. Ollie? Yeah. Welcome to the live, Ollie. What are your two questions, man? Uh, do you like Neymar and why? I like Neymar. I like his uh 
I like his flair and his style of play. You can tell that when he's playing, he's just he's enjoying it, you know. And uh, he, um, you can see he still loves the game. So that's why. That's why I like yeah, but... I like his style. Do you want to play with him one time? You know, if I keep if I keep if I stay in the league long enough, I, I'm pretty sure I'll end up playing against him one day. I've already got to play against uh, oh, a lot yeah. of these, yeah, these big players. But I play with Rooney now. We've played against Laton, Carlos, Carlos Vela. You play against Rooney. Yeah, the Rooney's Rooney? my teammate. Yeah. Oh. And my other question, I, and what's your favorite team on like on soccer team? Well, my favorite soccer team right now is DC United. Uh, DC United. <laughs> yeah. Because Wayne Rooney. Yeah. yeah, because that's my team. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I I my favorite team. Did you see the goal of uh, uh play of or of uh, impact? Oh yeah, I the saw that, that Montreal Impact. Yeah, that was an amazing goal, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he just like turned around and put it in the net. Is that Better your favorite team, right. Impact? No, my favorite team on soccer league is uh, Paris Saint-Germain. Okay, PSG? Yeah, PSG. Yeah, okay, there you go. That's awesome, man. Well, did you have any other questions? Yeah. All right, go ahead, shoot. What's your? Give me one more question, and then uh, I'm gonna, no. let, I'm gonna let someone else join the join the live. What was that? Okay. I um. Do you like another sport of soccer? Yeah, I like um. I like mixed martial arts, so I like UFC. I did. Uh, did. You... What's your favorite player of UFC? Oh, my uh favorite fighter. Oh yeah. man. I really liked uh, Silva, the Spider Silva, but you uh, know, he, yeah, I think he just, I think he got another injury, so. Uh, and but, that's, but, oh my Awesome, God. man. Hey, thanks for calling in on the live. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> there you go. That was cool. Thanks for joining in, Al. What's going on, that soccer mama? Anderson, the Spider Silva. Mo underscore Ali 2001. That is correct. I really enjoyed watching him back in the day when I followed the UFC a lot closer. And also, I definitely think um, Joe Rogan is the greatest commentator of all time of all sports. He did such a great, he does, not did, he does such a great job of breaking down what's happening to a level that can be understood by anyone, whether or whether or not they have any level of understanding of what's going on. And I, I always, uh, I always thought that that was really, really good, really cool. Chicho, what's going on? Uh, Burrito Man, what's up? Is Latan your favorite MMA fighter? <laughs> I know he did. Uh, he did. What was it? He did Taekwondo. Taekwondo. I think he did Taekwondo. JL Silva, what's going on? Um, Coach Edgar, good evening. Uh, Frijo Gang said, yo, Quincy, when are you coming back to Bakersfield to practice with the Varsity in Liberty? I usually end up making my way out there in my off-season, so kind of in December. So that's probably the next time that I'll be out there. So if you guys are on the Bakersfield area, we got to set up like a, I don't even know, like a, 
A meet and greet or like a community game so you guys can come join in. We play a bit. Uh, Parker asked, what are your thoughts on Rooney's goal? I thought it was uh, high level. I would spoke to him earlier to see if he'd saw the guy off of his, uh, off his line. Um, and he did, and that ball just felt, felt perfectly for him. So, uh, uh, let's get, oh, okay, the question that was here. How to boost my confidence level? Well, boosting confidence comes down to getting enough repetitions. Usually, you have a lack of confidence because, because you haven't had enough practice at whatever it is that you want to be confident in. So, if it's, let's say, asking a girl out, it's because you haven't asked enough girls out or even hey, you haven't talked to enough. If it's playing in the game, because you haven't played enough games. If it's shooting the ball, it's because you haven't taken enough reps. So confidence is the result of putting in the time, putting in the reps. And most people don't put in the reps because they're afraid of making mistakes. And if you're afraid of making a mistake, you're literally preventing yourself from making progress and moving forward. Uh, the goal is not to not make mistakes. The goal is to make as many possible and learn from those mistakes as quickly as possible as to not make them again in the future. But you can't know what not to do again in the future if you don't make the mistake in the first place. So making mistakes is a part of the process. And if you do not, if you're trying to avoid mistakes, you're avoiding progress. And that's why you're not going to become successful or get better at what it is you want to do or get the confidence that you want to have and be able to do the things that you want to do. It's a self-fulfilling cycle. Uh, the less you do, the less mistakes you make, the less lessons you learn if you don't self-reflect. Again, the three S's of self-awareness. Um, you don't just make mistakes for mistakes' sake. You know, YOLO, just living for the moment without knowing, without having purpose to it, is is worse because those are mistakes that you can't afford. So think about it. Can you afford your mistakes? Literally, like in time and money, can you can you pay for it? So if you speed driving down the runway. You go 100 miles per hour in a 70 mile per hour uh, uh, lane. You might be able to drive like that for a whole month and you don't get caught. Then when the cop catches you and writes you a ticket for $200, do you have the $200 to pay for your mistake? So you made a mistake. So a lot of, play a lot of players, a lot of younger individuals uh, believe that a lot of you guys are driving on the road going 100 miles an hour and because no one's caught you yet, you think you're not making a mistake. Many of you get pulled over by a cop and then get a ticket for 200 bucks and you can't afford the ticket. So what do you do when you get the ticket? So I'm going to make this an experience so that I'm asking you, let's MS with me here. So you're putting yourself in this situation. Now, a lot of people don't know that they're speeding going 100 miles an hour, right? Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with Be Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash be pro. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. So a lot of kids say, well, I know, so it's not my fault. Well, the one thing that you'll learn and understand, especially in driving a car is, or in America, ignorance of the law is not an excuse for not uh, following the law or, or knowing what the law is. So you're still, you can still be accountable for not knowing. So not knowing is not a good enough excuse. It's not, it's an excuse, but it's not one that I care to hear because it doesn't matter. Ignorance is not an excuse, which is hard for many people to, because that's not fair. Sometimes, sometimes people literally and on purpose don't tell you things because they want you to, they want you to get a ticket. 
because they benefit from you not knowing. So that's what I'm telling you. So you have to understand you're in, you're playing the game with people play the game differently than you. And some don't play by the rules. That still doesn't mean that you don't have to beat them or figure out a way to beat them. So let's break this down. So if you're someone who doesn't know that cheating is a problem, well, you're just waiting to get caught is really what the thing is. And some people, it takes longer to get caught than others. Some people are unlucky and the first day that they, they get caught by the cop and they get a $200 ticket. Other people speed every day for two or three months or three or, or years before they get caught. So now let's say the day you get caught, what do you do? Do you blame it on not knowing? Well, maybe that gets that you get away with it one time. So a cop says, okay, listen, you know that it's a 70 mile per hour, whatever you're new driving, I get it. Well, we're going to let you have a pass. This was a mistake. Again, make mistakes. You might not know that the speed limit's 70 until you're driving 100, you get pulled over. So fine, you get a mistake. And especially the younger you are, the more mistakes you make, right? So it's better to make as many mistakes as possible the younger you are, because then you get the benefit of the doubt most of the time. But the most important part after that is, did you learn from your mistake? Or are you driving 100 miles an hour again the next day? Now, if you're driving 100 miles an hour again the next day, my to you would be, why? If you don't know why, you're making another mistake. But if you know why, then I'd ask you, well, what's the reason? If the reason you're driving again is because you said, listen, I got a $200 ticket for driving 100 miles an hour in this 70. But by driving 100 miles an hour, I get to my job two hours earlier. And in those two hours, I make $400. So I'm willing to take the risk of driving 100 miles an hour because if I get pulled over and I have to pay 200 bucks ticket, I still make $400 anyway. So I'm plus 200 bucks. Now I know why you're speeding, even though you could get in trouble for doing it, but you're going, the consequences aren't large enough, or I can afford my mistake. So I know why I'm doing it. Maybe you end up going, no, uh, I'm still speeding at hundred miles an hour because I'm not paying attention or care. I'm hoping I don't get another ticket. Well, that doesn't seem like a very purposeful or meaningful reason to continue to speed because now you didn't learn from your mistake and you're not going to learn anything new from a multiple mistake. But maybe if you say like, well, I want to see how long I can ride 100 miles an hour before I get pulled over again. Okay, well, at least you're doing it with purpose. I'm not necessarily saying it's the best risk or the smartest way to go about doing it, but at least you have a reason what you're doing. So this ties back to what we've talked in previous episodes, A-B split testing. So having one idea and testing it with a new idea and then outcome and deciding which is better. So you're making mental models here, guys. We're literally working on a new mental model. And that model is based in driving that most people have an experience with, or at least have been in a car and they understand how the speed limit works and all that. So uh, these things and these philosophies that we're speaking to in and about the MSL are things that you can apply to in any experience in your lives. At the end of the day, you are an investor. Whether you believe you are an investor or not, you are an investor. And most people go, well, I don't have any money, so how can I be an investor? Well, you have time and you're constantly investing your time, whether or whether or not you are consciously or unconsciously. You're either consciously investing your time or you're unconsciously investing your time. And with reference to the uh, driving the car analogy that we just came up with, you either are aware of the fact that the speed limit is 70 and you're gonna go 100 for this reason or that reason, or you are unaware that the speed limit is 70 and you're driving 100 with without knowing and then you're going to suffer the consequences once you, you get to that right so so you're either aware of investing your time so you're either aware of the speed limit 
limit, you're unaware of the speed limit. And then once you're aware of the speed, so usually you become aware of the speed limit the day that you make a mistake that the cop pulls you over and you're aware that there is a speed limit, the speed limit's 70. On that day, you are self-aware, right? And on that day, you make a decision on if you're going to speed in the future or if you're not gonna speed in the future and you're gonna decide why that's the case. And whatever you wanna come up with is going to be the reason how you're navigating. So from there, we can now compare the reason why or why not to what you're doing and we can look at those results and then we can refine that model over time. And that's the MSL. That's the mental strength lead. And your ability to build mental models and to come up with these ideas and kind of almost run simulations in your head as to, okay, what, what is most likely to happen? What's this? Now you're talking about risk, re risk to reward um, and um, why? So return on investment. So was this a fruitful, uh, investment of my time. You know what? I went into this thinking that speeding at 100 miles an hour worth the investment of my time because I'd get there in two hours faster, which would make me $400. And in the short term, the arbitrage of the $200 ticket that I'd have to pay, I'd stick $200. But what I didn't realize and learn until I got my 10th speed ticket is that once you get 10 speeding tickets, now you lose your license. So though you made more money by speeding, in the long run, that decision still hurt you. So the short-term decision that you were making to speed made sense why you're doing it because you said, I'm benefiting on the money side. But what you were unaware of was the future experience that you were going to have that was going to uh, negatively impact you. So this is also a, a, a problem younger individuals or people with less experience run into because there are future problems they've never experienced that aren't necessarily able to see. So a question that you might ask as a result of that is, well, how do I see future problems that I can't see? That would be a great question to ask. And the types, those are the questions that you want to ask people who have done or are where you believe or think you would like to be one day. And you ask them questions based on their experience. Hey, based on your experience, I see that you don't speed at 100 miles an hour, even though if you got there two hours earlier, you could make an extra $400. For me, I want, I'm speeding because I can afford the ticket at 200, but I can go, hey, I have knowledge from experience and my experience is my friend did the same thing that you did. And what he didn't know is once you get 10 tickets, you lose your license and it's suspended for a year or for two years. Well, okay, now you can see a future potential problem that you couldn't see before from someone else's experience. So we talk a lot on this channel about learning from the mistakes. It doesn't mean that you don't still have to make mistakes. A more strategic way of making mistakes is to make mistakes in industries, in areas, in directions that other people have yet to do. Because for me, I feel it's a, it's a valuable or a fruitful investment of your time because if you discover something other people haven't in the past, you now have something of value you can provide other people. As opposed to doing what everybody else is doing and doing what everybody else says that you should be doing, because what if that doesn't work out? It doesn't work out. Now you guys are all in the same boat. If you go the opposite direction, you go against the crowd, you stick to it long enough, learn some things, you scrape your knee, you make mistakes, you make progress, you learn from your mistakes, and it doesn't work out, well, guess what? If the people who are walking that direction, it worked out for them, at least you know a proven model. So all you do is you take the essence and experiences you took over there, and you go on the path that everybody else went down. Right? But if they're wrong, and you're right, how much farther ahead of everybody are you? And how better positioned are you 
to continue to do what it is that you want to do? Um, and how much more confidence do you have as a result of that? And that's how you boost your confidence. They tie everything that we just talked about right there to the question that was asked. So like I said, we're on a mental journey, guys. Rock with me. I'm feeling, feeling sharp right now. Good question, though. Um, uh, for Fair Ramirez, for Ramirez, 14, said, Ryan wants me to train in San Jose, and I live one hour away, and if I could go train him in a closer city. Well, hey, if you want to get better, you got to make some sacrifice. So you got to do the training. You got to do it. There's no avoiding the, the work. And if you're not able to work with him in person directly, we do have our B-Pro mentorship program. At least he can draft up uh, monthly monthly training programs and plans for you with individual training drills, as well as uh, your your daily calendar to uh it's basically your your time budget calendar. A lot of I realize and learn a lot of you do not understand how much time you're wasting because you've never seen the time sting. So we've developed um, a system that we put you through where you're tracking all of your time on a 30 minute time. So we put you through that over the course of like three, really four weeks. I have you do it for four weeks. And uh, at the end of the four weeks, you're able to break down and literally see your time in slots. And you can see from a percentage breakdown, how much time are you spending on sleep? How much time are you spending video games? How much time are you spending on YouTube? How much time are you spending talking to friends and hanging out and doing your homework and wasting time and not doing anything? How much time is towards the things that you say you want to achieve, the goals you want to achieve? Once you actually can see it, it will put things in perspective for you and it will show you that you do not actually want to reach or accomplish whatever it is that you want to uh, because it is not a priority to you. And at that point in time, you get to make a decision on if you're willing to do the work necessary to get to you say you want to get to, or if you want to take a little slice of humble pie and go, you know what? I didn't realize what it was I was signing up for, and I am, uh, I am, um, I my ego, I, I'm not so egotistical that I can't admit that I'm wrong, which is able skill to have. I said, when I come to Liberty High, I should bring some perfect soccer merch. You know it, you know. Definitely bring the merch out. Uh, Vicky the Queen to the live. Happy to have you. Guys, uh, amigo, I'm from Delano. When you come to Bakersfield, let's set up a set up. What? You train in Bakersfield? In the off season. There's a lot of people from Bakersfield on the live tonight. What's going on? Have you heard of Bridges in Chicago? I haven't personally, but Ross probably has because he's from that area. And he'll go live on the account tomorrow, so you could probably talk to him about that. Let's see. Oh. How's my time been? See, it has been a learning experience, just as every my time with every single team has been. Um, but I, I definitely think, I definitely know I've made a lot of progress with a lot of the stuff that we're working on outside of the game, and I've learned an awful lot on the field watching uh, watching my teammates. We've got a very talented squad. We got some. Every single team I get to, I end up going like. Man, there's, this is the most talented team I've ever been on. And then I get to the next team and go, wow, this is the most talented team I've ever been on. I think it's just a testament to the MLS and the quality of players that are coming to the league. But our team definitely has some high-level footballers. And, uh, I've obviously, or maybe not obviously, at least I know, I've, I've definitely learned a lot. And my soccer IQ and my abilities has just improved as you in the short time that I've been here. So, Have you ever had conversations with Wayne Rooney? I mean, I speak to him every day. He's my teammate. <laughs> Uh, yo, what's up, MLN Base? Diego, 
Hola. It is going well. It is going well. Guys, uh, if you want, if you want to call in and join in on the live with some questions, um, feel free to call in. I'm letting people join in the live. Uh, Sage of DVZ, your views are growing steady. Oh, yeah. Well, you put in that work consistency over time, and people know that you can, you, you show up, you know, you tend to build something, but it just takes time. And I very much appreciate all of the support and everyone who shares, who's the lives, takes a screenshot of this, shares it on their stories, tags us in the account, love resharing on my account, tag me in it. I'd like to shout you guys out and reshare you. Um, you know, if there's someone you feel who could get a lot of value out of the MSL, learning about it and joining our community, I mean, I feel the responsibility to share it with them. If not, you're just being selfish. You know, what if I was selfish with all this information? What if I was selfish with all of these experience that I had? Um, where would we be? We wouldn't be here now and you wouldn't be here with me. So uh, uh, let's continue to share this and spread the ML everywhere. So we're all playing the game. Um, any updates for the MSL? You mean like specifically, specific uh, questions you got in terms of an update? I mean, earlier in the live, we were, we were talking about a lot. Oh, perfect soccer. Update. Okay, well, uh, any perfect soccer updates. So we're on, we're on a new system with our team. So for those of you that know, we've got 13 people full-time who are working on the Perfect Soccer brand. Um, currently, we've got, we just finalized our full process for bringing on influencers, brand ambassadors, and partners. So we, we go in three stages. So um, a lot of individuals who are wanting to work with the brand, if you are someone who's interested in doing that, uh, we've designed and developed our process for going about doing so. So it took us about three months to figure that whole thing out. We brought on a couple of influencers. So now we got that process in order. So if you're interested in our brand and our team and working with us to either just rep some merch, rep the brand, earn uh, affiliate sales or income, join our sales team, or become a paid sponsor of the brand um, because you're managing a community or you have a, a you know a large following head to perfectsoccerskills.com slash influencer and apply to join there uh, the way in which you can work with the brand is we require everyone to work with us as an influencer first that allows you the ability to learn about our core values our seven-step process we operate why we do the things that we do what we stand for what we believe um, it also uh, allows us to get your contact information and get your mailing address so we can send over some merchants so you can also understand what it is that we're needing on a content side if we like the the way that you um if we like the way that you share the brand the way that you market it we we then can open up the potential uh we open up the ability to become an ambassador which means you can earn commissions on sales of perfect soccer tees uh balls goals uh, our BPORO mentorship program, our evaluation sessions, um, our skills academy, our online training center. So there's a lot of ways in which you can generate income for yourself with the brand. But in order to so, you have to be an influencer first. And then ultimately, if that goes really well, you're making some money, you're promoting the brand, you align with our values, we know what's going on, you love working with us. Then there's the potential for you going on as a partner where you're, you're, like a, you're like a paid, you're a paid athlete for our brand. If you guys are interested in that, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash influencer and, uh, and join there. That's an update on that. So that's our news program. Uh, I've just finalized the entire BPRO mentorship program process. So the management budget, the weekly updates or the biweekly calls, the monthly schedules and plans. That's full go now. So that's at Perfect 
soccerskills.com pro. So if you're wanting one-on-one -on -one mentorship with a perfect soccer pro who's going to walk you through uh, setting your goals, building out your program, uh, connecting you with the right people, helping you build your soccer resume, navigating the process, how to deal with coaches, how to do all that kind of stuff on a, on a bi-weekly and our whole process there. I'm going to shoot a video on that page that kind of walks you through all that so you can see it. I'm actually thinking through that now, so it'd make more sense for me to do that. You can head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro to do that. So that's that's a couple of updates on what's going on. There's there's obviously a whole lot more. You see that yeah, that new uh, background, that'll be that'll be dropping at the first of the month. So when you guys join live and you're on this, you get to find out about all the stuff before everybody else does. So thanks for the support and asking for an update on things. Esta Banana asks, at what age do you know if we have what it takes to go pro? I guess I guess there's a particular age to know if you have what it takes. It's a particular mentality that you need to have to be able to go pro. So luckily, that's the mentality that we're teaching on this channel. So your ability to adopt that mentality, apply, apply, uh, or put in the work necessary, applying that mentality for long enough to develop the skills to be a pro. Now that depends on you. Your ability to learn quickly. Your ability to um, to implement what you teach, what we teach, or what you're learning, your ability to adapt, your ability to take risks, um, and bet on yourself, and overcome, you know, all the obstacles that come along with the path. To so really, that's why I, everything I talk about is mentality. You can have the skills to be a pro, but if you don't have the mentality, it's just like the whole speeding. Like you're you're driving 100 miles an hour, haven't been caught by the cops yet. It has nothing to do with the fact that that you're doing anything special or like that you won't get caught, you're gonna get caught. And the day you get caught and you don't mentality, then you lose, and you, you don't come back. So either the day you, you learn and you gain that mentality and then you're okay because you have the skills to be a pro, or that's the day you get caught and you don't have the mentality, you don't know how to get it, and then you don't, you no longer be a pro. So there's not a particular age, but there is a particular mindset. So there are many kids or adults that I speak to and I hear what they're saying and I, I, I hear what they're saying and how they think about the game. And that lets me know if they have what it takes to be a pro or not. Um, but that's first for me, mentality first. And then, obviously, there has to be a certain level of skills and ability that you need to have to make it. But having the right mentality can give can be the vehicle, is the vehicle you need to develop the skill in the first place. So it's all it's all connected. Uh, MLS fan best said, going to be honest, been slacking on promoting you guys, but we'll change that very soon. Finally, have the option for the swipe up. You'll be my to be my main and only partner. That's what's up. Hey, sometimes you fall off, but that's why we're here. Teamwork, consistency over time, you know? Uh, more importantly, let me know what it is that I could do to be of help. Another up uh, would definitely be uh, I'm putting together a fit stuff, so there's more regular meetings so I can help you guys better promote, understand how to build your brands, your communities, and how to do that. Yo, what up, Griff? Join the live. What's going on, brother? Guys, give my Griff some love shout out to griff joining in what do you think of the upsl and npsl i don't think too much i mean i i don't know too much about it so i could comment ross would definitely know more about that and could share more of his insights on that so join him on the um um on the live he'll join the live tomorrow he goes on every every day what is this mentality you speak of or mention? Uh, I don't know, just this little thing called the MSL. You know, no, no big deal. Awesome. Yeah, you know, uh, fan base, it's taking time just to put all that stuff together because there's really a whole lot that went into it. So next quarter, next quarter is our uh, 
next quarter is our plan to make sure that we get like, so I already have it written down as the goals to meet with our affiliates at least once a month or I think once a quarter. So I can start building out some training programs that can go on the marketing side. Cause I, I know a lot of you are having trouble just understanding everything. There's a lot of moving parts to doing this. It's really hard to brand and make money online. Like it's extremely difficult. A lot of people are trying to do it and it takes time. So uh, I wanna help you guys as best I can figure out how to build build your brand so you can keep doing this. Cause I know you guys are really passionate about the game. So I wanna help continue to, to do this. Griff asks, what are your thoughts on the cheek, cheeky back post finish today? How does that affect <laughs> All I know, Griff, is I'm going to enjoy myself a nice, tall, cold glass of orange juice tomorrow. Compliments of you. So, everyone, we like to uh, bet a little bit in finishing and, and, and just in everything. We're in competition all the time. And uh, I had to show them how to win and finishing today actually i'm going to download the the finishing uh i think we've i've got access to the finishing stuff so i'm going to post that on my story and tag you in it uh, but the back post finish was dirty because you know the bicycle kick ensued afterwards and the msl the way it affects the msl because now maybe there is no ball that he sees that possible for me to score so i'm in his head uh, ask, do you think height matters a lot in soccer? Absolutely not. <laughs> height is the reason why soccer is the the world sport. It's so is because you can be the smallest person on the field. You can be four foot tall and 110 pounds, and you can be the best player on the field. And you could be six eight, 240, 280, pure athletic muscle, and you can be the worst player on the field. And anything in there between and vice versa. So uh, I know many can think that that is a problem. And you know, there's some coaches who don't think that. Some coaches think you have to be a certain height or a certain physic, physical type or whatever, but who cares about those coaches? Go to coaches who, who know what it is that you bring to the table and uh, tell you what you, what you um, bring. And there's, yeah, hey, look, there's no, uh, there's no dumb questions here. There's no questions, that's fine. Never be afraid to ask questions because that's the only way that you learn. The only thing that I questioned, I talked about it earlier in the live, is going are questions that you can do more research on before you get there. And again, it's the whole thing. Like You might not know, hey, we're tying everything back to this speeding analogy. Uh, it's not, it not be your fault that you don't know the speed limit is 70 miles per hour, but once you know, now it's your responsibility to know to find that out for yourself moving forward. That's what I'm expressing. So there's no dumb questions if it's the first you're asking. But if you're asking because you're being lazy when you know how to find the answer for yourself, that's where I feel you're not being as thoughtful of the other person, the other person's time as you. And uh, you guys already know we're coming in at the hour, so Instagram's going to kick me off here in like two or three minutes. So we will uh, get through these last questions here. Any going into a college trout? Yeah, they're, you know, you're there for a reason, and that reason is to showcase what. So don't spend any time focused on the things that you're not good at, and don't try to, don't try to do what one's at. By the time you're at the trout, it's too late is what I'm expressing. So do what you
to do and do it to the best of your ability. And either that's going to be enough for you to make it or you're not what the coach is looking for. If you show up, let's say you're really good at dribbling and that's what you're amazing at. Maybe college coaches don't necessarily want you to just be a selfish dribbler, but if you can show them that you're such a good dribbler, it's bringing you on the team, they can think like, okay, well, I can teach him to pass the ball or do this, him or her to pass the ball or do this over time. If you're only a great dribbler and you're a terrible passer and the coach needs you to pass and you're trying to pass on your tryout, well, now you just look bad at passing and you're not shining on the dribble side. So that would probably be counter counter advice that most people wouldn't give you. But at the tryout, it's too late. Don't change what you're good at. Good at. Um, after the tryout, if the reason you didn't make the team is because you're a poor passer and all you did was dribble, then go work on it. And the next tryout, find balance in the two. But if by the next tryout, you're still not good at it, don't try, don't do that thing you're good at. Because when you're showing up, you're there, you're there to show what you're good at. And that's going to get you signed or picked up. And then after the fact, the coach will then try to create a system or a plan to change what it is doing. But you can't do that unless you get in. So do stick to what you're good at. And then um, when no one's and no one's watching and like when no one's around, 90% of all the other time that's being spent, that's when you spend. Quincy Ameriquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.